Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Western PA Sports Blog Podcast. This is your host, Nate Stice, for episode three. I'm joined by a really special guest here this evening. His name is Billy Beck, a native of St. Mary's, PA. And since we're going to be posting this on July 4th, I thought it was very patriotic uh, to have Billy on because he is a United States veteran uh, via the Air Force. Uh, Billy, thanks for joining me, man. I really appreciate the time. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned, you know, a little bit earlier, uh, you grew up in St. Mary's, went to St. Mary's area high school. Um, You know, you were an athlete in two very popular sports in St. Mary's, football, which is a huge deal here, and then baseball, which is also a huge deal here. Um, What can you say about growing up in this town? It uh, gives like student athletes around here like motivation, uh, especially for how like serious like parents and everyone takes the sports around here. And it's crazy like the recognition people do get in St. Mary's and all around Elk County to be honest uh like we have a lot of like great talent that has left St. Mary's Ridgeway Johnsonburg and went to uh college and has like they had have like great college careers yeah absolutely you know definitely a lot of great athletes around here uh some that you got to be a part of uh, you know as teammates and some that you know you played against and have heard stories about or watched compete over the years um for you when did your sports career start um and was football always your favorite sport obviously you're you're playing college football now oh uh, yeah definitely football was always my main sport uh i started playing football when i was in fourth grade i want to say in midget stallions uh and I played a lot of baseball, too, when I was younger. Uh, I never really, like, was in love with baseball. I was more of a football and basketball kind of guy. Uh, I didn't play baseball. I stopped playing baseball, t-ball, I want to say, I want to say in, like, second grade. And I didn't really play baseball all the way. Or I didn't play baseball until junior year. Uh, but football always stuck with me, and I always played football throughout. And... Basketball was also a big part of my life until about like 10th grade when I wanted to focus more on uh, football because I felt like I could uh, get somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, being a Dutch baseball player, football player, what what can you say about the culture? Um, you know, it's very it's taken very seriously. What can you say about those things and the people that came you know before you and that and that have come after you as well? Uh, like I said, uh, people around here take uh, take the sports very serious and the coaching is great in both ECC and St. Mary's. Uh, So it's like the culture is insane, to be honest with you, because there's so many, like, whenever someone sees you, they ask you, like, what sports you play. Like, what what do you do? Like, it's such, like, a big part of your your identity, if that makes sense. Absolutely. You know, and, and, you know, it seems like being an athlete is such a big part of your identity growing up in Elk County. Yeah. Uh, there, there's very few people. So most people are, are, are multi-sport athletes and things of the sort. Um, I want to go back to your senior year of football. I believe it was 2016. You graduated in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, that was a pretty good group of guys. I think there was 17 seniors, if I'm not mistaken, or something around there. You have several college athletes or former college athletes, you know, on that team. What can you say about that 16 Dutch football team that you were a part of? That was probably your best year, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think that was the first uh, time we made the playoffs in a while. But uh, we were so close, to be honest with you. I'm still close with most of the guys that I did play uh, football with. And they still ask me, even when I uh, – went and left for college they asked me how I was doing how how different it is from like high school to college ball now so yeah we're all definitely very close yeah and then I think in baseball I think you're on a district nine championship team as well yeah 
Yeah, that was another really close group, and I think that broke a, a streak of it was it was over a decade that you haven't won a district championship mm-hmm. in, in baseball. What was it like to be you know a part of that crew as well, and a part of you know very elite coaching? You know yeah. the Bimals are synonymous with baseball around yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Bimals definitely like carry baseball around in St. Mary's, uh, so they're they're great coaches. And I don't think that we would have made it that far if it wasn't for them. To be honest, because they start kids out at such a young age, and I know my nephews Bruno and uh, Sal uh, Stagger, they're still in. They go do bombal baseball all the time, and they're insane. To be honest, they're way better than what I was when I was their age. So. You know, they're getting reps in all the time. Yeah. You know, they're throwing, they're hitting. You know, Mike Bimel, uh shout out to him. He's done a phenomenal job um, with making baseball continue to be relevant in softball as well. You know, great job on the softball side too in El County. So, you know, like I said earlier, Billy Beck is a United States veteran. Um, you know, he graduated high school in 2017. I want to know, when did you start considering the military as an option uh, for yourself and, and know this was actually really what you wanted to do with your life, at least for a brief, uh, you know, a brief time? Uh, so originally I wanted to go to college uh, and play football, but I feel like I didn't have the resume and I didn't have the size to play college football. And I also didn't have like the financial support to play college or to go to college. Um, so I started looking in a whole bunch of things I was just going to work after high school but then uh, I looked more into the military thing and I'm like there's so many things like I always wanted to serve my country and when you go to the military there's so many things to fall back on because you like learn such great traits and even if you don't want to do that for 20 years or make it a career you can always go to college and the GI Bill will pay for it so honestly it was just a win-win whenever I did Absolutely. Um, Air Force in particular, you know, you can't go wrong with any branch, but uh, what was it about the Air Force for you in particular that you really liked? Uh, I I talked to a lot of a lot of veterans and they said Air Force treats you the best. You get the best food, you get the best housing. So uh, that was kind of a done deal for me, to be honest. Okay. now. I know that you probably changed roles throughout your four years. Uh, what were your roles throughout your time in the military? Were you flying planes? Were you fixing them? What, what was your, your role? Uh, so I was a mechanic, so I'd work on like Humvees, MRAPs, uh, honestly from like tr- just normal trucks to like cranes, a little bit of everything. So definitely like it was a definite trade I wanted to learn. Gotcha. No, that's phenomenal. Um, you can use that for the rest of your life. You yeah, know, if you exactly. can fix those things, I think you can fix, you know, just about anything. Um, can you take me through where you went to basics and where you were stationed over those four years? You know, where were you all at? Where were you all living in those in that time? Uh, so I left the summer after I graduated and I went to Lackland Air Force Beach Base, which is in Texas. And we did uh, basic training there. And then after basic training, you go to your tech school, which is where you learn like mechanics and your trade. And I went to Port Wanimi, which is a naval base in California. And I was there for probably like six or seven months. And then after you finish that whole school and they give you your like your base that you want to go to and you can put like your preferences. And I had a whole bunch of preferences on the East Coast because uh, I'm from the East Coast. So I feel like I just wanted to be back at the East Coast. And uh, then I went to Dover Air Force Base and I was pretty much stationed there for the next two and a half years. Was it kind of a shock to go from a small town PA to Texas and to California within, goodness, two years? Oh yeah, it was it was super. It, I had a culture shock definitely because I'm so used to knowing everyone that I was around to go into like meeting a whole bunch of different people from all different places. Everyone grew, grew up different, so it was definitely 
a pleasant surprise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you look back, was this 100% the right decision? No uh-huh. regrets at all? No regrets at all. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you know, I'm glad to hear that. Um, did you When you went in, did you know this was just four years of your life? Or did you just say, I'm going to see what this is like and then maybe decide? Yeah, so basically I went in I'm like, I'm just going to do four years and I'm going to see, like, if I like it, then I like it. I'll stay in. If I don't, then I don't. And I honestly did like it. I, I enjoyed my time there. I, I got paid to work out. So sure. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a good gig. Um, but I thought I could do I could do a little bit more with my life, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. You're just ready for something new. Yeah, you want to do a little bit more. Um, so you're out, out. You have no active duty commitments at all, correct? Uh, so technically I'm on like inactive reserves, which is like if stuff hits the fan, like I, they can call me back. But that's okay. only for the next two years. Only for next two years? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so you talked about getting paid to work out. You know, obviously we got to mention uh, working out. Um, your body transformation over these last five years now, because you have a year of college under your belt now, um, it's really changed a lot. Your appearance has changed a lot. Um, when did you really get hooked in the weight room? Did you really start lifting like before you were going to basics and just kind of get hooked in, or was it you were just kind of bored, need something to do at, at, at basics and uh, you know on the side and, and you get going that way? What? What happened for you? Uh, I think it was more of an identity crisis because once uh, once I finished football, I was like, I really have like no athletic like interest now, and so uh, and I always wanted to get bigger because I was super small in high school. I was like 140 pounds, like soaking wet, and so I started hitting the gym, and I just fell in love with it. To be honest, yeah. Uh, the roster says 160. Yeah. I think that's a little bit low. Yeah. What's your actual weight now? Uh, my weight uh, during that season was 215. Yeah, yeah. I think that was. I think that was a typo. I was like, he's the biggest 160 I have ever seen. If that's right, uh, St. Vincent College. I don't know about that one. So, yeah. So you were 140 when you graduated, mm-hmm. and you're 215 now. Uh, I'm actually like 205 now because 205. I'm trying to lose. I'm trying to lose weight for this uh, upcoming season. Okay, so, you know, 60 pounds difference. Um, What can you say about the hard work that goes into that? Because let's face it, you know, as we get older, it's kind of easy to just to gain weight, but to gain the right weight is is the difficult part. You know, how much time do you spend in the gym uh, weekly, maybe even daily? Is it a a part of your daily life? Uh, I usually go... I usually go two hours a day, but sometimes I'll, during the weekends I'll go twice a day. So during the weekends I'll go in the morning for like two hours and I'll go at night for two hours. And then Sundays I'll take my day off. And... That's just absolutely nuts. Uh, to be a college football player, obviously you got to work out a lot. Um, what was your season like with lifting? You know, Did you have to cut back a little bit just because your body probably can't take that? <laughs> See, that, that is what I struggled with the most because I, I work out just to like feel good. Like, I know some people work out for different reasons. I work out just to like keep my, my mental health sane. Uh, so I definitely struggle with that because during football season, I would still I would wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, go work out, then go to team meetings, and then go to class, go to uh, team lifts right after that. And it's, like, different between, like, football lifts and, like, my lifts, if that makes sense, because football lifts, they're going to focus more on, like, power cleans, squats, and all that. Uh so it definitely started taking a toll on me at the end of the season, probably like mid October to to the end of the season. I was I was struggling definitely from yeah. from my like just my body. It just felt 
Like you're not 100 percent you haven't played a football season in five years man you know yeah. you, you got to cut yourself some grace yeah. and you never played college football yeah. you know and i don't think anybody can ever be prepared for the college game no matter what level it is you know and especially when you take five years off and i know you kept in amazing shape but still it's a it's a different kind of physicality you know what i mean like your basic training i'm sure is pretty dang tough mm -hmm. uh but this is a different kind of you know physicality uh you know for whatever it is 12 14 weeks whatever it might be um so is college easy compared to the military have you found it easy to adjust or is it what's that adjustment been like for you uh so college in general i think isn't terrible i think like it honestly it was kind of refreshing because in high school you go for eight hours but in college you might have one class a day or two classes a day for like three hours so that was kind of a pleasant surprise but what was like what surprised me the most was how much work college athletes actually put in because i like i knew they put in a lot of work but when i went to uh, uh fall camp i was like wow i'm like we're we're really practicing like four hours a day and doing films and like having team meetings like it was like your whole day basically and even once school starts it's still like your whole day like i was i was back in my apartment for like two hours a day and then i had to go to sleep and wake up and do it all over again so. yeah and it's it's pretty crazy you know at the division one level they're getting a full ride scholarship sometimes at the division two they're able to do that too um and you know they're they're taking the minimum credits division three you don't get that luxury you're taking your full class loads and you're you're not doing summers and you know you're finding a way so really you know division three i think is might be tougher in some regards than division one because you know i'm not saying that from competition wise you know we all know that division one for the most part's division one uh but i think division three has a stigma that it's it's easy and there's still a lot that goes into it um and you don't have the luxury of getting all your school paid for uh you know by the athletic department anyway um so out of high school you were not recruited at all no so how did you become a college football player after not playing football for five years i want to i want to know your journey to college football with a break that long mm -hmm. uh so i i always like had in mind that i still wanted to play college football because as soon as i joined the military i looked into my eligibility and they they said like once you join the military your eligibility like stops dead in this track like you just uh finished high school so i'm like all right sweet so if i do want to go play college football i could after the military uh so that was another like motivation to like get bigger if that makes if that makes sense um so okay so after a while i stopped thinking about college football i stopped thinking about football in general because I, I ended up being like an adult and I started living an adult life and I got so used to like making money and it, it's like that's that was really hard to translate from the military to or transition from the military to college is like I'm not going to be making like money I don't have money just to spend now absolutely sense. yeah um but anyways I knew I wanted to go to college because I wanted to get my bachelor's degree and go back into the military and try to be an officer and so I'm doing like the ROTC stuff and all that. And once I applied and got accepted to St. Vincent, I'm like, maybe I should try to play football. I'll just give it a shot. I'll give it one year. If it isn't for me, it isn't for me. Uh, so I actually texted the coach and I'm like, listen, I was in the military. I want to <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, when I made my college visit, uh, I talked to him 
and he loved to have me on the team. And so that's pretty much where it went. Yeah. Why St. Vincent? Did you consider other schools? Like, what was it about St. Vincent that you really liked and, and maybe not just their football program, but just the school in general? Um, so I know a couple of people that went to St. Vincent and I talked to them and they said that it was a great, great campus. And it is. It's a definitely definitely a great college uh and i also wanted to go to a smaller school because i knew if i got to a bigger school i'd get distracted because I, I don't have the best attention span so i'm like the less distractions the better uh, i was thinking about like waynesburg and westminster but i don't know i just there was something about st vincent that just caught my eye yeah no i mean i i've been to i've been to westminster too and i can assure you it's a college i think that Everybody that goes there falls in love with right off the bat. The scenery is amazing. Mm -hmm. I've never been to Waynesburg, um, but I have been to St. Vincent. And I know the feeling that I get when I go to St. Vincent, too. It kind of feels um, kind of like historic. You're yeah. pulling up to it because it's up a hill, and it's like it looks really like – proper and old and like you know and it's also a small town but it's not it's a small community but it's not in a small town you got some stuff around you yeah. so you know it, it makes for a pretty good experience i think i didn't go there but you know i can definitely you know attest to it being a great place um 22 years old when you first took a snap as a college football <laughs> player um it's pretty probably pretty crazy to think about that um we talked about it a little bit earlier, uh, but you know, before the podcast started. But to be a 22-year-old and go in there and be a freshman, um, you know, one of the older guys on the team, not the oldest because of this COVID uh, years and stuff like that, was that kind of tough at first at all? What was the transition like? Uh, so, to be honest, it, it I thought it was going to be like super awkward, but once I found out like people were like 25, 26 on the team, I'm like, all right. So I kind of like fit in. Because by the time I'm a senior, I'm going to be like 25. So there's going to be other 25-year-olds because of COVID. Uh, so it really wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And even when you're in the military, I meet 18-year-olds all the time that come in on, on base. So it wasn't like a terrible transition. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Um, going into college football, did you have any expectations for yourself, um, you know, you were removed for a while. You were in amazing shape. No, there's no question about that. I remember playing basketball with you last year. I'm like, man, I think this kid can get on the field, hopefully, at least in sub-magnitude. Um, but what were your expectations going into last year, and did you exceed you know, what you thought you were going to do? Uh, so I definitely had a, a lot of expectations for me. But like I said, I was just going in to see how it was, and I was taking it by ear. Uh, so my like senior year, I really didn't have like the senior year I wanted when I was in high school. So I always like, I always kind of like had that drive to like once I do get back to college and if I do play college football, I want to be like somewhat successful. And so, I definitely, I definitely did, did meet my expectations, but I have higher expectations for this next year coming up. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. You literally learn to play running back, and I, I know you, you had have ball skills because you're a skill position player but you learn to play running back from like the first month of a college football season a position that I know you I don't think you've ever played in your life you know you said you were a wide receiver um how crazy is it that you ended up being your team's second leading rusher and I believe led the team in touchdown uh rushing touchdowns with seven you know is it kind of crazy to think about how quickly you caught on and, and how well you did despite changing positions and all that stuff? Uh, so what definitely helped is like 
when I was in Stallions, I was a running back actually okay. for the first four years. Okay. And then I switched to wide receiver once I went to Dutch. Okay. Uh, so, in a way, I feel like that kind of helped because I still had like, I still had that uh, muscle muscle memory, I guess. Sure. Of it, so I used that to transition to college. Yeah. No, I guess that makes sense. Uh, you know, I didn't know about the Stallions backer, but still, that's a yeah. you know that's a while uh, you know removed. Still, you know, it's very impressive to have the season that you had. Um, you and Julian Howard, I believe, your, your teammate, who was number one back, I think you were number two, mm-hmm. or you might have been short down yardage, red zone guy, whatever it may have been, the case may have been. You guys have been a pretty good one-two combo, and he's coming back too. Mm-hmm. How excited are you for this one-two punch to have? I think you got two more years together, don't you? Uh, yep, he's, uh, he's going into his junior year. Uh, so honestly, I think our, our chemistry is very good because he's kind of like a smaller, more agile, faster back. I'm more of a bigger power back. So it all depends on what situation we're in is who gets the ball, basically. He's, he's a great player, honestly. So. Yeah, he's about five foot six. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that he was about five foot six and knowing that you're a pretty strong guy, I was like, he's got to be the speedster and Billy's yeah. got to be getting these short yardage runs. And, you know, maybe sometimes at the outside, you're not slow by any means, but... I mean, when you're five, six, hopefully you're not going tackle to tackle um, every single play. And, you know, I'm not taking a shot at anybody, but I'm sure he's so fast. So uh, no question. Um, Yeah. So your last year, 337 yards rushing, seven touchdowns. um, And the seventh are the most seven touchdowns in SVC history are the fourth most of all time in a season. Mm -hmm. What's that mean to you? Isn't that kind of crazy to think that you did that right off the bat? Yeah, I was I was very surprised to even know it because I didn't I didn't know that until like probably like two months after the season ended, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" But uh, I mean, I guess St. Vincent's uh, football program isn't doesn't have a lot of history because it started back up in two thousand seven. But honestly, a lot of that is because of my line. Like, if I didn't have my line, I'd get destroyed in the backfield. So it's like. You got to give some credit to them, too, for sure. Yeah, no, no question. Uh, I always love to hear that. I played the offensive line in high school, so we always appreciate that stuff, you know. Most underappreciated yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys had a great season, too. Um, you beat some pretty good teams. I think the the best win that you guys probably had was the Case Western win. I think it was 42-40. You know, it had to be a thriller, obviously, kind of a shootout there. Um, you know, how do you think this team did last year? I mean, 5-5, five and five, I know you end up going 5-6 and because of the bowl loss, but still, you know, you had a great season. What do you think about last year and how it's going to carry over uh, to your second season? Uh, so I think we had a great season last year. We definitely uh, exceeded expectations, I think, because people had such low expectations for St. Vincent. Uh, and I think this next year coming up, we're going to have – we have everyone coming back, basically. I think we we only lost a couple seniors. Uh, so this next season is going to be insane if we if everyone's working and doing their stuff. They're doing their part during the summer and doing their workouts. I think we're going to have a great season. Yeah, I noticed. I believe your quarterback's coming back, and he, you know, he's going to be a starter hopefully again. Yeah. And then you got you and you know your running back mate there in the backfield, and I think all your running backs, all five of you are coming back, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So you really got a you know a loaded team coming back offensively. I'm not sure what the defense looks like because you know obviously you're not on that side of the ball, but yeah, I mean if you go five and five with this unit on offense last year, I mean I like where your chances are going, you know, kind of moving forward. Um, so something interesting about you um, is you're 
TikTok famous. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that. Um, you got around 152,000 followers on TikTok, I believe it is. Something yeah, of the sort. How did this happen? I knew you had a couple things go viral. Um, you know, how funny is that, that maybe you just hit this app at the right time and, you know, that you have that many people that kind of just follow along your life for the weird parts and, <laughs> and any part that you just decide to share? Uh, so, yeah, uh, I started, I made a TikTok because everyone talked about TikTok in, like, 2019. I'm like, that's stupid. Like, I'm, I'm too old for TikTok. I'm not doing it. And then once COVID hit, I had a lot of free time on my hands. So I'm like, all right, I'll get into this TikTok stuff. And I just seen, like, people make these funny videos. And I'm like, I always wanted to make, like, funny videos. I always wanted to be, like, a YouTuber when I was younger. So I'm like, this is a this is a, a step in that direction, I guess. And so I made a, a funny little TikTok with my one buddy in the military. And it just blew up. And it was pretty much... All set it done from there. Was it the one when your buddy got deployed? Is yeah, that the one that yeah. really set it off? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. I saw that you had it pinned there. Um, that was pretty. I mean, it's pretty funny. Yeah. But also at the same time, like serious because he's deployed. You never know what can happen. I yeah, mean, exactly. I you know I hate to say it like that, but I mean it's it, it's crazy. You never know what's gonna happen. Um, you know, another fact about you is um, you're adopted. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so I want to talk about that a little bit if if we can. Um, you know, your adopted family, you know, they've took you in when you were a baby and you've been with them ever since. Um, what would you like them to know about how much you appreciate all the opportunities that they've given you in your life and all that stuff like that? Uh, my appreciation can't even be expressed, to be honest with you. Uh, my mom has motivated me so much to do everything in my life, even like, like, even when I like was at a low point my senior year, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. She always talk to me and she gave me that the military idea and be like if you want to go to college after the military you can use your gi bill pay for that and my dad he all he he gave me a lot of motivation when it came to like sports and just like my hobbies in general because i used to go to that football Steelers football camp all the time and he always he paid for it every summer it was it wasn't cheap yeah. so i definitely got a lot of skill from that camp and I don't think I'd be where I am if I didn't go to that camp if that makes sense uh but me and my dad my dad's my best friend to be honest we do everything together whether that's like for the riding hunting just basically all my hobbies I ever picked up was because of him yeah and you guys share a name I think he goes by Bill right yeah you go yeah. by Billy but <laughs> maybe someday you'll go by Bill who oh, knows no, I'm not that old yet <laughs> exactly exactly no but that's great man you know it's just a great story to you know think about that they gave a child you know an opportunity and obviously no you're not a child but you know yeah. you know they opened their home to you and I mean look what you're doing man you know it's you served our country you're playing college football you know you're getting a degree you're doing everything right which is just awesome and you know i'm, I'm proud of you man so oh, appreciate it. yeah absolutely yeah, they definitely changed my life i don't even know where i'd be if it wasn't fun, so. it's it's probably you know you never know it's a good thing you probably you don't have to worry about that yeah, you just exactly. worry about how, what worked out in in you know in your life and mm -hmm. that's definitely a good thing um so on your bio it says you're majoring in communications but i know that you have a extensive background in physical labor like you know mechanic in the military and in the air force and stuff like that um you said you're thinking about that still but also thinking about other options what do you think your career you know may 
have in store. You know, I'm asking you, and it's tough when you're a freshman of any age because there's so many directions that your life can go. And you have work experience, you got college experience, you got education experience on both fronts. What do you just hope might be in store for you after college? Uh, so I'm hoping that I do get accepted back into the Air Force so I can be an officer. And because I talked to a lot of officers when I was obviously in, and they always give me some, they always like led me somewhere or like gave me like a vision to go like this place this place and uh definitely took i'm definitely taking their advice and i feel like that would be the best the best for me if that makes sense sure so you think that your career will be long full in the military like you'll be a retired military uh veteran in 30 years or whatever it might be um definitely for sure but it could change because i also I took a couple classes that kind of opened my eyes, like video editing. I've, I, I'm like very interested in video editing and like web design, which I I kind of want to do that for like a side side hustle, if that makes sense. But definitely video editing is another thing I'm taking into consideration. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're on TikTok and you yeah. <laughs> you can, and you have that many followers, you have to be able to you know TikTok rarely is. Um, straightforward video. It's not like a 60-second straightforward to someone talking. Now there's some, yeah. but like the edits, the special effects, the music, the all the the memes that appear with it, you have some experience with that. So it makes sense that, you know, indications are going towards that as well, at least something on the side, if not a full-time career for you. So, no, that makes sense. Um, I want to know your favorite teams and athletes of all time. I, If I'm not mistaken, I think you're a Steelers fan yeah. and – I hate to say this one, but you're an Ohio State Buckeyes fan, uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. uh, and I can't stand that because you know I'm a Penn State fan. But um, you know, uh, why are you fans of those teams, and what other uh, teams do you like in other sports, and what athletes do you like as well? Uh, so I feel like the Steelers is pretty self-explanatory in Steelers country around here. But honestly, when I became an Ohio State fan, I was like five years old, and I went with my uncle to go get a Penn State hat at, I think it was Dunham's or something, and they ran out, and he's like, you could just pick a hat, and I just like the Ohio State logo, and so he got me the Ohio State hat, and I fell in love with him ever since, because it, it was also bonus points that they were good, so I'm like, oh, I'm just root for this team, I guess. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well... As much as it pains me to say it, you know, I think you, uh, you picked right because they certainly win a lot of football games. Now, Penn State does too, but Ohio State is, has won more and they've won a more recent national championship uh, and they've won more football games as of late. And uh, even with changing coaches, they don't seem to miss a beat. You know, Ryan Day is phenomenal. Um, other sports, though, and other and athletes that you admire? Uh, so, hockey, penguins, baseball, pirates, sadly. No, it's rough being a pirate fan. Uh, uh, athlete I looked up to the most when I was growing up was probably Heinz Ward. I just like loved the way he like caught the ball and started smiling. Like, and I grew up like my childhood consisted of like Super Bowl forty, Super Bowl forty three, and he was Super Bowl forty MVP. And so I was like, I want like I want to be a wide receiver when I grow up. So that's what that's what I always had in mind. 
Do you get up smiling when you get hit too? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I can't imagine. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he that dude was wired a little bit differently. Um, similar to to you, changed positions kind of late in his life. Uh, you know, was a quarterback in, at Georgia, and then took about three years to really you know cement himself. Um, you know, as a wide receiver, he almost was cut by the Steelers, and now he's. Uh, you know, a borderline Hall of Fame candidate. I hope to goodness he gets in someday, even if it's as a legends, uh, you know, sort of status, but still, you know, phenomenal athlete to, you know, admire, no question about it. Um, So, you know, the main focus of this was obviously your time in the military and, you know, Independence Day coming up. Um, You know, what's it mean to you to be a veteran and what's it mean to you to have contributed to us being able to celebrate another, you know, Independence Day this year? Um, so in a way I give a a lot more credit to the veterans, like the older veterans, if that makes sense, because sure we are still in a time of war, but I'll, I gotta think about this to be honest with you. So when I was younger and we always celebrated the 4th of July. It never, like, crossed my mind about, like, what we're even celebrating. I'm just like, it's the birth of our country. I get to see fireworks. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, but going into the military, there's definitely, like, there's definitely, like, a lot of hard work people in the military do. Like, if I'm working, like, 12-hour, 16-hour shifts every day, not seeing their families, people deploying. Uh, so it's definitely, like, I feel like a better sense of a better sense of uh, pride, I guess, during the Fourth of July, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, it makes sense. I feel like you can correct me if I'm wrong. Is it a consensus among younger veterans that the older ones are like the OG veterans, like? Is that kind of like, you know, it, it has to be a brother-sisterhood no matter when you served, mm-hmm. um, you know, and thank goodness for everybody who has served. You know, I appreciate all the veterans out there, but I think that's a consensus amongst all of you um, that, you know, thankful that you guys are thankful for those people and maybe those people one day, uh, they were thankful for those that came before him or yeah. them. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, I feel like I definitely have not, not more respect, but I definitely feel like they... It was a whole different time period when they were veterans back in, like, 1960s, 1970s. And they definitely went through more than what we did, if that makes sense. Because military, it's completely different than what it was back then. So people get treated better. Uh, They're not, like, as harsh, I guess. So I feel like whenever... I feel like we do... I feel like we do think of them as OGs just for like that sense of like their whole military career was a different era than ours. Yeah. yeah. Probably could have explained that better. No, <laughs> no, no. I understand what you're saying. I think everybody else will um, as well. Um, uh, one final question I want to ask you, Billy, before we kind of wrap things up here and I'll open the floor to you for any final comments or, or anything of the sort. Um, I wanted to ask you, military, hardest thing you've ever done? How does it compare to uh, you know, your first training camp of college football, is it even, does it even compare? Uh, so it obviously does because I use a lot of like, like everyone in the military is obviously fit, but it definitely helps me 
during the first during training camp because I was definitely nervous. I'm like, wonder if I'm just like out of shape completely, and I just have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be because I was definitely in shape from all the PT we do, and it did help because the coach sent me a bunch of like drills to do that spring and summer right before camp, and so I was doing that while in the military. So I was definitely prepared. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Um, well, Billy, thanks a lot for joining me, man. You know, I appreciate all the service that you've, you know, given to our country and more than likely will continue to give here moving forward and want to wish you nothing but the best in the rest of your college football career and time of time at St. Vincent as a Bearcat. Um, just really appreciate you wanting to be a part of this and for, for giving me the time here. And to all the veterans out there, uh, thank you very much for all your service and, you know, for continuing to make this country great. Uh, once again, this was the Western PA Sports Blog podcast with Billy Beck as the special guest. Um, Nate Stice, I'm your host. And until next time, thanks a lot, everyone.